I'm Christian Esguera and welcome to this episode of After the Fact where we get to see things more clearly or we get a better sense of the truth. So let's start by dissecting the news. It began with the president attacking his own party mate. At his regular public address earlier this week, Duterte threw some wild punches at Senator Manny Pacquiao who happens to be the acting president of his own PDP Laban party. The president was ticked off by something Pacquiao allegedly said. His government is three times more corrupt than previous administrations. We're not sure if Pacquiao had indeed said such a thing. But the president was furious just the same. Remember, this was the same president who claimed he won't tolerate even a whiff of corruption. But here was his own political ally suggesting he's not getting things done. So Duterte challenged Pacquiao to name names and identify corrupt agencies. If he couldn't, Duterte said Pacquiao would be a liar and he would campaign against a boxer in 2022. Now, never mind the political maneuverings within the ruling party, which explain why Duterte is now attacking Pacquiao and Pacquiao throwing some counterpunches as well. Duterte's own daughter is being primed to succeed him, and he himself is open to running for vice president. The problem is, Pacquiao also wants to be president. But that's a topic for another discussion. Tonight, let's talk about corruption under Duterte. During the campaign in 2016, he promised to be relentless against corruption, much like he predicted he would end the problem of illegal drugs in three to six months. We know what happened there. Now, less than a year before he steps down, has Duterte kept his promise? Or has corruption, in fact, only gotten worse under his administration? Now, be part of our discussion. Send us your questions and comments on our YouTube live chat or tweet us using the hashtag ANC after the fact. Joining us tonight is Secretary uh, Jeremiah Bellica. He's the Director General of the Anti-Red Tape Authority. We also have with us former Congressman Terry Ridon. He's the convener of InfraWatch PH. Good evening, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us on the program. Good evening, Christian. Good evening, uh, Christian. Good evening, Secretary Bellica. Good okay, evening, uh, Congressman. Okay, magandang gabi sa inyong dalawa. So we're going to talk about something very important. This is one of the uh, most important campaign promises made by President Duterte way back in 2016. Aside from the drug war, aside from the campaign against criminality, he said he would root out corruption in government. He was very, very uh, committed, very, very passionate, and very, very exacting with his statements back then. So let's start. Uh, I'd like to ask first uh, former Congressman Terry Ridon. Is corruption in government worse now under Duterte or not necessarily? Well, I would say that uh, when we speak about corruption, we have to talk about whether or not uh, corruption had in fact just continued uh, despite uh, the efforts of uh, previous administrations or the current administration. Because I think for as long as there is power and there is government, the temptation to undertake corrupt practices will always be there. But what is most important is whether or not current governments or previous governments had in fact made real gains in stamping out corruption. So I think that is how uh, the president will in fact be judged on whether, on whether or not he had delivered on his promise to uh, stamp out corruption. And to be fair to him, almost every week he has been speaking about uh, removing corruption in the bureaucracy. But uh, unfortunately, and he had admitted himself that uh, it is difficult to uh, basically uh, establish a pristine bureaucracy. So uh, I think uh, we would like to see 
more clarity on uh, the gains and uh, what had in fact been done, not just on the petty bureaucratic corruptions in different agencies, but also the high-level corrupt um, activities that uh, we had seen in the past. Okay, but after five years, has he actually made any dent in terms of somehow reducing the level of corruption in government? Terry? Well, to be to be fair, and I think uh, Siktai Belika is here, in terms of uh, stamping out bureaucratic um, red tape, which is basically a stumbling block of uh, economic growth. No, uh, In the telecom sector, uh, the president has cut the permits that are needed. And we, when we speak about permits at uh, different levels of government, the national and the local government, it has always been a source of corruption. So basically, by cutting out, cutting it from 30 to 15 to 12, I think uh, that is a reasonable gain towards uh, stamping, out, stamping out corruption in the bureaucracy as a, a systematic uh, matter. Okay, Secretary Belica, basically the same question. Uh, is corruption worse now under the president? Um, similar to certain impressions coming from certain sectors, or has he made a very significant uh, impact as far as uh, stamping out corruption in government is concerned? Well, well thank you, Christian. No? Uh, also, Congressman Perry, thank you for your um, uh, view. And I would say it's it's actually uh, it's a fair view. Uh, first, it was the question is, did it become worse? Um, well, worse against what? Because when we're saying worse, uh, worse during this administration uh, compared to the other administration, to the past administration, I would say it's definitely not. Because um, the president um, has indeed came up with uh, game-changing actions, uh, Christian, to really institutionalize his campaign and his uh, fight against corruption and red tape. This is the only uh, president and only administration that has all that has actually solidified its commitment against uh, bureaucratic red tape by coming up and pushing uh, the passage of uh, Republic Act 11032 or the ease of doing business law, and also the creation of uh, a new agency uh, for the cutting of red tape and also for cracking of uh, the whip against um, you know bureaucratic felons. Uh, Christian, uh, it was mentioned also by Congressman Terry a while ago uh, that one of the sectors that we could already see is the, uh, the improvement in the telecommunication sector. Uh, I'll just give you a quick number. You know? uh, normally, it takes about may maybe around 6,000 permits to build towers, no? 6,000 permits a year only. Uh, last year, since we came up with the Joint Memorandum Circular that uh, basically streamlined the process, uh, there are already 26,000, almost 30,000 actually, uh, Christian as we speak, na mga permits and licenses na lumabas para sa pagtatayo ng mga telecommunications. And when you talk about uh, that, it means that uh, it became faster, which also uh, translates to a lesser opportunity for corruption to happen. There are actually two elements of uh, Christian uh, when we talk about corruption, the desire to do corruption and also the opportunity to do corruption. Um, what, we're, what the president has been uh, very effectively doing right now under his administration is actually to cut down the, the processes and also automate the process uh, and lay down the foundations, uh, Christian, uh, so that uh, the uh, succeeding administration could 
administrations could actually be built on uh, this infra, uh, this this um, uh, bureaucratic infrastructure that he's already came up in order to fight uh, corruption and marami pa jaan no the creation of the presidential anti corruption commission also the mega task force against uh, corruption and all of the um, wholesale sabihin natin na pagtatanggal ng mga opisyal naririyan lahat yan and we could see that the president's really committed every week he would always say that and if he could read the names he would read the names every week okay but basically how do you reasonably measure whether an administration is making a big difference as far as corruption is concerned i'd like you to to answer this uh, but first i'll i like to hear from um, terry ridon how do you measure it really well i think uh, an important indicator is whether or not uh, the president tries to defend um, underlings or at the very best uh, cabinet level uh, secretaries that might have been involved in corruption. And I think it's a very important indicator because I think in the past, the president had made it a commitment to defend people that he believes, believes in. So uh, we had seen in which... Uh, you had damning uh, data or damning information against uh, certain personalities at the cabinet level, but the president has refused to uh, basically take them out. Ano? So uh, I think that is a very important indicator. But uh, to be fair to the president, uh, I think that is something that he has not uh, done in the last uh, six months. No? Uh, yung pong uh, pagtatanggol. No, mga obvious na nga na parang may ginawa, pero pinagtanggol pa. So... Uh, I think that is a very significant development in the fight against corruption because pagka ho pinagtatanggol ng pangulo katulad nung unang mga taon uh, it provides uh, a certain sense na parang merong mga sacred cows no doon sa laban uh, uh, against corruption ng pangulo and para may impunity kasi makakalusot yung underlings di ba even if they're doing some shenanigans if they're they know that they would be protected by the president yeah tama po yun and uh, I think uh, uh, to be fair again uh, those that had in fact been involved, cabinet level secretaries, had been removed uh, or had been forced to resign. Okay. Uh, same question, Secretary Belica. So how do you yeah. reasonably measure whether an administration is succeeding or not in the battle against corruption? Yeah, um, there are several factors actually, Christian. Of course, there are many studies and you know, many authorities who are coming out and saying that uh, you know, uh, measuring the perception and all of those things. But... Uh, some of the measures that we could actually use is the number of actually actual cases that we're actually be able to file, uh, personalities that we're able to remove. Uh, there are uh, we could also uh, use the measure of, uh, as I mentioned a while ago, uh, the cutting of bureaucracy and even automation. Right now, even as we speak, uh, Christian, we have almost 800 LGUs already who are uh, in the process of almost finishing their automation uh, because of the strong push of uh, the president uh, to streamline their and automate their business permitting licensing systems. Uh, today, even the barangay officials uh, across the country, the for all 42,000 uh, barangays are no longer allowed uh, even to uh, exact uh, business clearance fees for, uh, from uh, applicants. And it, ito ay, uh, that's a very clear uh, pain point uh, that uh, you know businesses and uh, private sectors have been uh, accustomed to uh, in, in the past administrations. 
And uh, now we are seeing uh, the end of uh, those kinds of practices. Now uh, on what uh, Congressman Terry uh, a while ago uh, mentioned about uh, you know govern high high ranking officials uh, being uh, not being removed, uh, the president has a very uh, uh, you know good track record in removing uh, even these closest allies because uh, if he is convinced that there are really there is a uh, corruption or a whiff of even a whiff of corruption, um, he really removes them. Ang ating pangulo uh, talaga, he always goes by you know the evidences that he would see, and if there are and if he's actually convinced, then there's really no sacred cow sa kanya. And um, in my position, uh, Christian, actually, uh, never did once the president or any uh, of the people. Uh, intruded in any of the investigations that ARTA has been conducting and uh, that's the reason why uh, talagang naniniwala ako na talagang seryoso siya sa laban niya, talaga laban sa corruption. Okay, Terry used to work under this administration. Uh, do you agree with what Secretary Bellica said? That the President, was he in fact true to his promise then that not even a whiff of corruption he would tolerate? Well, obviously, the, the president had in fact uh, removed uh, many high-level officials no? uh, in, uh, in government. But I think uh, on whether or not it was basically because of a whiff of corruption or maybe because it is a bulong uh, by uh, some other person, I think that is something that uh, uh, we will have to talk about at another time. No? But I think what's most important is that marami din pong mga tinanggal na mga hindi naman talaga talagang uh, napatunayan na nagkaroon ng uh, pagnanakaw laalaban sa kaban po ng bayan. And to be fair, ultimately it is the president what, that will decide, decide who, the cab, who the cabinet members will be. No? So everyone will uh, basically serve at his pleasure. No? So, um, pero I think it needs to be stated that marami po sa mga tinanggal hanggang sa araw po na ito, wala pa rin pong mga kaso. No? So I think... Yan din po yung uh, dapat pag-aralan, especially since yung mga very high level and very controversial cases uh, na nakita po natin in the past. Okay. Oh, sige, just to close this portion of the discussion, yung mga tinanggal according to you, uh, siguro based on bulong. No? In your case, do you feel or did you feel back then that you were unfairly removed? Not necessarily, not necessarily because of any shenanigans, but because uh, someone was perhaps after your position or try to politicize the situation what happened well i think I, well i think for the record no um uh, all of the travels that uh, we had undertaken and that was the basis by the president on why they had removed when why he had removed me all of it were uh, basically uh, together with an entire country delegation so uh but nonetheless i respect his uh, decision to remove remove officials and uh matagal na nangyari yon what is most important today is basically continue on with uh, whatever it is that he think needs to be done, firstly to uh, respond to the coronavirus crisis and other reforms that can still in fact be done uh, in the last uh, year of his term. Okay, Secretary Bellica, you mentioned the yeah. institutional changes or reforms that were instituted under this president, but how do you explain these findings or our ranking in the latest uh, Corruption Perception Index by Transparency International? So we are, we are at 115th place down from out of 180 countries and then there was a portion in the findings which stated that according to transparency international 
efforts to control corruption in the Philippines mostly appear stagnant since 2012? Yeah, Christian, uh, thank you for that question. Very quickly lang, no? uh, I just want to retort very quickly uh, to what um, uh, Congressman Terry mentioned. Uh, there were actually a number of uh, people already uh, that was removed, uh, especially uh, in the uh, Bureau of uh, Customs, uh, uh, Christian, and dami tinanggal dyan. I, I believe 135 and almost all of them are actually facing um, charges uh, administratively. Of course, PhilHealth, uh, dami tinanggal sa kanila and they are all uh, facing a uh, at least now, most of them, no, if not all of them, were are already facing charges, uh, administratively or uh, even uh, criminally. So um, again, uh, makikita natin na talagang may nakakasuhan talaga dito sa atin. Now, um, Christian, to answer your question a while ago uh, regarding this uh, CPI, the Corruption Perception Index, just remember that uh, what is being measured here is the uh, perception per se, not the actual uh, state of corruption in our country. And, uh, and these kinds of survey and studies are, have been, have been um, harshly critiqued uh, or criticized by uh, different experts also because they're trying also to uh, come up with a, a more homogeneous um, formula uh, to measure across different, uh, different countries. So, you know, compare me one country to another. I'll give you a good example, Christian, with what happened with this one. Uh, ang sabi doon that we dropped our rankings. But if you would look at our scores, hindi, our scores were never worse. No, actually, nagsasabihan nila, nagpa-fluctuate lang daw yung perception sa atin, no, mga business people and experts. Now, again, this is perception, Christian, that can actually be influenced by so many factors. It could be influenced by media. It could be influenced by social media. And but if if we would really want to measure the status of corruption here in our country, then we go by the numbers. No, we go by the number of uh, natin institutions yeah. that the president himself has uh, actually uh, came up to future-proof the anti-corruption and anti-red tape. Uh, initiatives of this country and uh, makikita natin it's already there okay i agree but uh, don't you don't you think that even perception can actually affect or perception has real consequences when it comes to let's say business confidence well uh, of course but the uh, question ko dyan kasi christian is whose perception sino ba ito kasi if you look at the, the president's um confidence and trust rating uh it goes by 80 percent 90 percent so if we talk about perception and more sabihin natin more, more expansive ang uh, ang ang kinukuhang opinion ng mga taong bayan then you could you could always you could almost argue na mas madami ang nagsasabi that they are satisfied with the pre what the president is doing because if if most of the people who are actually uh, directly being uh, benefited or disbenefited by his administration would say na ako napakakorap napakahirap dito sa Pilipinas ngayon and I don't think that they would be giving giving a 91% approval rating or 90% approval rating okay, but, to the president. But I don't think those surveys actually measure the exact uh, questions regarding how they perceive uh, yeah, but corruption I think, under this uh, well, administration. It's, it's it, more of a general approval, eh, di ba? Well, it's it's trust rating, uh, Christian, and I think uh, it, it's it's more encompassing because it's not just perception of 
you know, a small sector of businesses and experts. It's it's uh, re it really goes down uh, to the level to the grassroots. So if we talk about numbers and talk about perception, yun ang sinasabi natin na medyo subjective siya. Ang dapat nating gamitin dito, gamitin natin yung actual numbers. Ano ba ang mga ginagawa ng ating presidente? At anong pinaniniwalaan ng tao? At ano yung mga nakakasuhan at nadideliver natin? So, uh, well, the question again is, is has it become worse? I, I, I beg to disagree. I would say that the pre we, have, uh, we still have a lot to do. But we have uh, achieved a lot of strides in, the, in the, the previous months and years. Okay. Terry, what do you think of the same um, corruption perception index? We, we heard the position of Secretary Belica. Well, dapat ha, hindi yung pagbanggain yung trust and yung uh, perception index. Kasi sa ito lang, meron pong visa yung uh, corruption perception index because this guides investment funds, foreign investments, on whether or not uh, to make... Uh, stake in the country. No? So I think that is something that uh, we have to focus on as well. So ayun po yung kailangan pagtulungan ng gobyerno, private sector, civil society on how to make it better. And I'd like to say na uh, two-pronged po talaga syempre yung uh, corruption responses. Sa totoo lang, maganda ginagawa ng ARTA doon sa yung bureaucratic red tape at the lowest level, at the middle level. Syempre, ibang bagay pa pagka meron na tayong pinag-usapan na high-level corrupt activities. Kasi yan talaga kahit Maganda yung ginawa, for example, dun sa pagtatanggal ng mga fixers, for example, in different agencies. Pagkahalimbawa, biglang meron hong pumalo na um, uh, high-level corruption scandal, nagbabago ho talaga yung uh, perception ng corruption. So, very important yung response, syempre, at the top level on how the president, for example, will respond to high-level controversies. No? And um, to be fair, uh, when uh, we had the PhilHealth uh, sc scandal in the last year, no? Uh, I think many of the leadership there had already departed from this administration. And yun nga, um, I think that's a good sign at the very least na talagang yung pong, uh, previous uh, indication kung saan para merong palakasan, merong sacred cows, medyo nagbabago kahit pa paano. Okay. Um, Let's talk thank about you. Sir. Oh, okay. Christian, quickly, quickly. Okay, um, sige, maganda sige. yung sinabi ni uh, Kong, Kong Perry. Maganda sinabi niya kasi nabanggit niya sa, sa, sa ginagawa natin sa ARTA. Um, okay, so if we go by, sabihin natin, uh, let's say, the perception, I could actually pull out, Christian, what our recent, um, most recent performance in the doing business uh, survey, also conducted by World Bank. If we want to measure the, the confidence level, uh, and, and I do believe and I do second what uh, Congressman Perry mentioned, that it is very important for us to also, uh, you know, watch this this international surveys, uh, to in order to um, uh, to attract. Issue lagi and across administrations, the ease of doing business. So right now we have a law, no? So as we speak, pag isang negosyante gusto magbukas ng negosyo at the local level, how easy is it to do that? Okay. Una kong tatanungin sa'yo, saan LGU ka magbubukas? Kasi local, no? Ngayon, ang ating dito ngayon, hindi ka pwedeng lalagpas ng more than three days ngayon, Christian. And that is uh, basically, uh, yan ang itinutulak na natin sa, dito sa ARTA. And as I mentioned, there are already 580 LGUs using our uh, software na, na, na ginagamit na that would even allow them 
to register their business 100% online. And not only that, Christian, we also launched the uh, Central Business Portal last January 28 that effectively cut, cut down the process from 33 days across SEC, BIR, SSS, we'll have pag-ibig to from 33 days to a mere three days na lang if you would use the Central Business Portal. So these are, uh, of course, uh, hindi naman arta lang ang gumawa na to. Nasa batas ito, inilagay ito doon sa doing business law that, uh, of course, uh, Congress and uh, the President has really pushed for. So uh, you, you could see it's just really a matter of time uh, that these programs would also be uh, cascaded and not actually cascaded but uh, sabihin natin, mare-replicate in all uh, government agencies and LGUs. Okay. Um, Congressman Ridon, your group has been uh, closely watching infrastructure projects in the Philippines. We, we've seen the, the reforms that were instituted. But based on your, your monitoring, are these actu actually observed? For instance, pag magpapatayo ng kalye, school building, big ticket items? Well, yung una, una sa lahat yung nabanggit yung telecoms kanina. So, A plus yung score ho nila doon. Kasi talagang naging uh, top level uh, order ho ng Pangulo yan eh. Kasi pa doon sa ibang mga bagay, yung mas usapin ng corruption diyan hindi yung kabagalan eh sa totoo lang. Ang mas usapin diyan for example, yung pong uh, Kaliwadan project. It was the COA itself that stated na para nga simulated yung bid nitong mga sumali sa um, uh, bidding na ito para sa Kaliwadan project kasi yung una, uh, sobra sa approved budget of the contract yung pinasa ng isa. Pangalawa, yung isang bidder kulang-kulang uh, yung mga dokumento. So isa lang huwi na tira, tapos siya yung nanalo. So Um, kung yung COA na humismo nagsabi na parang may problema, I think these are the um, uh, gaps no? that the government uh, needs to be able to resolve in the, the last uh, 12 years of its term. Kasi hindi na huyan yung kabagalan sa proseso sa babae. Yan na yung parang uh, pag-rig mismo ng sistema. Oh, And I think uh, very uh, serious yung uh, um, uh, sumbong eh ng mga how tao do, sa Pangulo para i-resolve yung bagay niya. Okay, yeah? that's, a, that's a very telling uh, account that you mentioned. That's not the first time that we've heard of, heard of that. Yung mga rig bidding, di ba? So, nag-uusap-usap yung mga contractors, for instance, for this particular project, ikaw yung mananalo, pero bigyan mo kami ng parang step-aside fee. And then in the next project, kami naman. So, umiikot lang, di ba? How do you address that then? How do you prevent that? Well, my, 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 before uh, Secretary Belica responds, well, my response to that is, Pagkaho talagang uh, big ticket items, pagka billion dollar for example, or 100 billion yung pinag-uusapan, or uh, siguro babaan pa natin ng konti yung threshold, no? pagka mga 100 million projects yung pinag-uusapan, hindi yung pwedeng mangyari na nagdadalong field bidding kung sino na lang huwi matira, siya na yung pwedeng uh, manalo or mag-negotiate na lang huwi ng bidding. Kailangan huwi talaga magkaroon ng threshold amount kung saan meron talagang real competition between uh, those that would want to get the contract. Okay. Secretary Belica. Yeah, uh, thank you for raising that. Uh, I would ensure, uh, Congressman Terry, that we would uh, look at this. Hindi uh, kasi, although this is not directly ARTA matter, but those uh, allegations uh, were actually, uh, if it is really based on co-audit reports, then it is uh, really worth to uh, to dig in. Now, tama yun, no? yung, yung uh, suggestion kanina ni uh, Kong Terry, okay po yan. Tapos ang isa po na kinakailangan talagang gawin dyan, isang strict implementation ng tinatawag po natin na Procurement Act. Um, you know, one of the things that ARTA actually did uh, realize 
uh, nung, nung amin pong tinitingnan ang ang uh, sa para mapabilis po ang mga procurement natin the the oversight uh, committee or body which is the uh, GPPP uh, is basically a policy recommend, recommending body uh, meaning kung hindi ho masusunod yung mga periods nila eh wala ho pala silang kapangyarihan na mag uh, mag to crack the whip ano na o parusahan kung sino man ho ang isusunod so in this at this juncture one of the proposals actually that ARTA is that uh, ARTA already gave to the GPPB is baka maari ho kami na ang maging watchdog chan to make sure pag sinabing 10 within 10 days from the bidding, from the closing of the bid, dapat ma-post ma- ma- pa muna, dapat gawin muna yan. So that, Christian, that is, uh, yung, yung strict implementation of the periods itself would actually be a strong deterrence already. Uh, in addition, of course, but, but, but they have enough powers to actually make that happen. Yes, uh, as to the periods, yes, Christian, we could, uh, we could actually uh, start uh, imposing that kasi sinasabi nga natin yung mga period kinakailangan sundin. Pag hindi ho sinunod yung mga periods na yan, itatanungin ho ba't hindi ho sinasunod ang mga periods, baka nakaka-rentate na sila at bumabagal ho ang mga proyekto. Now, as to the other uh, items na nagkakaroon ng recruiting usapan, he might need uh, the partnership of other agencies such as the PACC or uh, maybe ang uh, ombudsman at COA kasi ang PACC po is limited po sila sa mga presidential appointees. Okay. Maganda nga mapag-usapan natin efforts ng PACC which is uh, uh, among the heads is your brother but unfortunately is not available uh, tonight. Uh, someone is watching <laughs> our exchange tonight and ang sabi niya we're talking about the impact of the anti-red tape efforts. No? So according to her it's actually measurable and uh, based on the ease of uh, doing business rankings at Boabatay in 2017 and 2018. How do you respond to that, Secretary? 2017, tumaas po tayo, sir, from 2019 to 2020 for the first year. 2017 and 2018. Arta Oh, well, I, I believe so. Tsaka ho yung the president made this promise recently. Sabi niya he would spend the rest of his administration uh, trying to weed out corruption. We know that there's been a lot of expression of frustration coming from the president. First, I'd like to ask, what do you think is perhaps not working when it comes to his approach to corruption or to weeding out corruption. You mentioned earlier my institutional approaches that were already put in place under this administration. But a big part of that approach is also seemed to be very personalistic. That when the president says, I want you out, I want corruption to stop, he might be expecting that it would actually happen. But you know that there's a lot of layers within the bureaucracy to prevent that from happening at least right away. What do you think? Well, una sa lahat, uh... Yung uh, messaging dun sa debate ho nila ni Senator Pacquiao, medyo nakakagulo yun dun sa fight against corruption. Kasi sa totoo lang, uh, yung fight corruption is uh, the goal of every citizen of the nation, of every president, of every senator, of every Juan de la Cruz and Juana de la Cruz here. So dapat uh, hindi ho tayo nagpapagalingan 
kung sino yung magaling magtanggal ng tao, sino yung mag- magaling makahuli, kung sino yung kurakot. No? So dapat pagtulungan po natin lahat. No? And I think uh, what is most important here is uh, for the President to really, and of course Senator Pacquiao, to basically clarify where they stand in all of these things. No? Kasi kung pareho naman pala talaga silang uh, tutok doon sa pag-make sure na ang pera ng bayan ay napupunta sa taong bayan, dapat wala silang pagdedebatihan. Sa totoo lang, dapat magtulungan sila. And whether or not magkagalit sila ngayon dahil sa politika, I think uh, at this point, at this point of the coronavirus pandemic, what is most important is for have a united stand on this matter. At pagka nagdedebate sila, I think uh, the public becomes a bit confused. Ano ba talaga ang gusto nating maabot sa usapin po na ito? Okay. I think that, I think that is the first thing that needs to be done. Okay, I'd like to read some comments that were uh, posted on social media by those who are watching our discussion for tonight. There's just one interesting point. Uh, this is actually going to be part of our discussion later. But since this was raised by one of the uh, viewers, uh, I'd like uh, Secretary uh, Berica to respond to this. Okay, President Duterte has been saying that uh, he is committed to without corruption, especially during the tail end of his administration. But how do you explain? his refusal to make his silent public. Isn't that supposed to be uh, a logical expectation coming from someone who claims that he is very much against corruption? At the very least, transparency at the highest level. Well, um, I cannot really speak for the president, uh, Christian. No? But what do you think? And, yeah, but, but well, I think uh, the president is disclosing it to whoever who needs to be uh, informed about it, Christian. But as to the manner kung sino gaano kagaano kalaki at uh, gaano proseso para makuha yan i cannot really speak for that because uh, you know um, i'm not privy to uh, those things Christian but one thing actually uh, is certain for me is we could actually judge the president based on the actions that he's been doing for the country against corruption at yun talaga yeah. makikita natin sa kanya. And up till okay, now... Pero, pero hindi ba basic uh, yun, ano? uh, Secretary Belica? Very basic law on principle. Uh, there's a sal in law. So that is a requirement if you enter public office. Ikaw, nagka-file ka ng sal in, di ba? So hindi ba basic lang yun? Especially if you are the leader, the highest uh, leader of the land, to make your sal in public. Especially since you said uh, we can observe his lifestyle, kung wala ka naman tinatago, yeah. why, not, why not make it public? Yeah, um, Christian, again, I'm not privy whether he disclosed it or not. Hindi ko alam. So, ang, sina- ang sasabihin ko dyan is that for me, ako, yes, I disclosed my salin because, you know, that is uh, what is uh, expected of me. Now, as to the president, I cannot really comment on that any longer because I'm not privy to that. Okay. Uh, Congressman Terry. Well, I think uh, if the president really wanted to send a clear message that he is serious and there is no impunity uh, for friends uh, that might be involved in corruption. I think a very important step forward would be for him to basically publish all of the silence from 2016 to today. Hindi pa naman huhuli ang lahat eh, kasi hanggang next year pa rin ho siya presidente. So uh, I think it, it is something that uh, will clearly send the message na we are a government of transparency We are a government that wants to uh, seek accountability from public officers. And uh, the best way to do that is for the president to release his salin. Kasi lahat naman po ng mga cabinet members, even the vice president, linalabas mo nila yung mga salin po nila. 
So, uh, para lang humalinaw na, oh, misalin ako, tignan nyo, bahala na kayo. Parang gano'n. Okay. Kanina, we're talking about perception of corruption. No? So, I was looking at some of the comments by those who are watching us tonight. A good number of them are honestly fired up with our topic kasi nga, corruption, di ba? Everybody hates corruption. But how do you deal with that is the other question. May isa rito nagsabi, um, What happened to Duque? He has been called our hero despite the strong allegations on corruption and incompetence. So I think this is one public official who has been uh, severely criticized over his agency's handling of the pandemic. And there are also allegations of corruption, although we're not sure whether certain piece of evidence or strong evidence were actually presented. But the point is, this was a person who was consistently defended by the president. That's one. Number two, uh, another viewer of ours cited the case of Tulfo. Uh, the former tourist, tourism secretary. So, di ba, merong allegation before, the controversy na nagamit yung position to benefit uh, a certain relative of coming from that family at tinahanap nung nanonood sa atin, nasaan yung pera. So, again, uh, Secretary Belica, you, you're yeah. not supposed to answer uh, directly about these topics kasi you're not privy to them, di ba? But I mean, when you talk about corruption, perceptions like this could affect the overall approach by the government uh, when it comes to weeding out corruption, don't you think? Well, um, again, uh, well, I do agree. Uh, perception becomes the reality of the one who's perceiving it. But uh, when you would look at the other aspects of the entire issue, for example, sinabi nga natin yung dito kay... Uh, so the OTE Tulfo, I know for a fact that the uh, president has already ordered uh, the Department of Justice and I think it was made plain also to recover kung anuman ang pera na nawala, kung 60 million pesos man yan, at investigahan at magkaroon talaga ng accounting at magkaso kung kinakailangan. So it's already there. That's, that is already of public record. Now as to uh, Secretary Duque, uh, there have been a lot of uh, na allegations against him and uh, maraming investigations na rin ang Senate na nangyari dyan, Christian, and I think uh, the, uh, yung sinabi rin ni, ni, uh, ng DOH sa kanilang pahayag as a response kay, kay Senator Manny uh, would actually say na sila'y humarap dyan sa mga investigations na yan. And I do believe is if the president is actually convinced with with all of these allegations, and nakita po niya talaga being a lawyer, he would by no means uh, act on act on that. But again, okay. I would leave it at that, Christian, because uh, I'm not privileged. Okay, Congressman Terry, um, the president again made this commitment, this promise. Sabi niya, sige, tututukan natin ang corruption during the uh, remainder of his administration. But given the complications of the issue, what do you think the president can reasonably achieve still during the remainder of his term? And number two, last year, he uh, tasked the DOJ along with other agencies to uh, investigate all corruption in the entire bureaucracy. I mean, whatever happened to that? And what would it reasonably achieve? Well, I don't know whatever happened to that is, is my answer to your question. But... Um, well, first of all, just go, just to go back no to uh, yung pinag-usapan na naman ho natin yung 60 million na hinahanap po ng viewer. Um, the warning should be made that uh, those that had been involved in the immigration incident had already been convicted of plunder. And we are already a year to the next presidency. So, everyone is looking forward. If justice will not come within the next year, justice ought to come in the next uh, 
administration for all of these things. These particularly, most particularly, for the high-level corruption scandals we had found that we had found ourselves in. No, and um, just to go back again to, siempre, uh, I think a distinction needs to be made about you know, yung a judgment of um, yung Secretary Duque's uh, coronavirus response to uh, and to allegations of corruption. Yung allegations of corruption talagang dapat. Uh, natin. And I think Secretary Duque naman had already made a statement that uh, the agency, the department is willing to open its books para makita po yung uh, detalye nung uh, pag- paggamit po ng uh, pondo ng uh, uh, ahensya para labanan po yung coronavirus. Pero ibang bagay, syempre, yung pong uh, ginagawa ng uh, health secretary na paglalaglag ng mga tao niya, mga underlings po niya, pagka ho, sinisingil na ho siya, na kongreso sa kanya pong performance. Magkaibang bagay ho yun. So, okay. hindi ho yung necessarily uh, corruption na related. No? Okay. As a final point in our discussion, guys, I'd like to address this uh, this issue. Of course, you have President Duterte. We had him in 2016 during the campaign promising to to go after corrupt officials in government. And according to you guys, he has been doing that, trying to do that, uh, perhaps to the best of his ability. But it's one thing to target corruption, and it's another to have a clear plan and competence to actually do the job. Do you get the sense that when the president made that promise is to go after, to go after corruption in government, he had a clear plan in mind on how he would do that? Because later on, he seemed at a loss. He was even admitting that I didn't realize the problem was this bad. That's why it seemed that he went by his default actions which were to come up with task forces to order certain agencies to come up with a big investigation. And again, the question is whatever happened to that. So first, uh, Secretary Bellica, clear plan? I believe so, Christian, I believe so. Because the issuance is for the creation of the PECC, Christian, was uh, way back, uh, I, I believe in 2016, 2017, it was signed. And it was created. The push for the creation of the Internet Tape Authority started during, uh, you know, at the beginning of his term in 2016. It took uh, a record time of two years bago ho, nagkaroon ho, nag-create yung uh, ang uh, Internet Tape Authority in 2018. At uh, 2019, no, kami po ay full operation. So makita po ninyo, all of this, you know, is has been... Uh, thought of even uh, prior to his uh, coming to power. But of course, you know, in, in any management uh, situation, when you are in, in leadership, you have to adjust the sales kapag nakikita mo that, uh, you know, uh, may panibagong uh, hamon, for example, kapag pumasok po ang COVID-19, which is a, a, a global pandemic. So you have to really come up with, you know, uh, uh, strategies na mas mapalakas ang inyong mga efforts in order to curb corruption or at least to uh, come uh, to, to defeat red tape. And it, it, is, it is an ongoing, it's a live strategy that uh, is also influenced uh, by the people's uh, comments and uh, should we say uh, discourse, public discourse. Ganun ho talaga, that's part, you know, public discourse creates public policy and public policy you know, becomes uh, law and strategy eventually. So yes, Christian, to answer your question, the president had a plan and he still has a plan. And I do believe that uh, his achieve- achievements during his term, um, he, ha- he was able to create strong fundamentals na pwedeng uh, uh, sabihin natin na uh, indigan or 
or uh, to build uh, upon ng susunod na mga administrasyon at henerasyon. Okay. Now, Terry, your thoughts on that? And before you answer that, this is the same question that should be asked, uh, let's say, to uh, Senator Manny Pacquiao, di ba? Kasi sabi niya, he would go after the corrupting government. But it's one thing to, to know the problem. It's another to know how to deal with the problem. So, sagutin yeah. natin yung, yung tanong na yan. Well, to be fair to the president, uh, when he assumed power in 2016, he made the warning to everyone. Wag niyong gawin yan. And he keeps on doing doing it every single week. No? So the impact of that went to the low-level bureaucracy. No? Ibig sabihin, you have ARTA talagang doing their work. At ito naman yung talagang visit na visit yung mga tao sa lisensya, sa mga permits. To be fair to the president, malaking strides na inabot po natin dyan. Particularly sa ease of doing business. Ibang bagay syempre, yung perception basically dun sa mga high-level officials na tingin ng marami para naging mas, merong mga naging sacred cows Pero mga tinanggal ng basta na lang, pero hindi uh, naputo justice. And yun na nga, I think uh, the time limit to the presidency is very important that uh, if we will not be able to get justice for corrupt activities in the last year of the president, baka in the next presidency, mahabol po yung mga hindi po naputo justice today. And I think that is the strategy of any presidential that wants to take power by 2022. Kasi hindi po pwede na talagang uh, wala akong plano dito, especially since... Yung corruption ho talaga, it is among the binding constraints constraints towards economic growth. Kasama dyan siyempre yung bureaucratic red tape. Pero a major pillar in the constraints that we have today has always been that. And uh, okay. yun yung talaga po ang kailangan natin pagtulungan. Okay, Attorney um, Terry Ridon and uh, Secretary Jeremiah Velika. Oh, unfortunately, we don't have time anymore. Uh, my, my apologies. Wala na tayo oras. Pasensya na. Thank you very much for joining us this evening, gentlemen. And before we go, the internet is set abuzz following the apparent rift between President Rodrigo Duterte and Senator Manny Pacquiao. Some netizens are calling it a civil war among Duterte supporters. A more critical cartoon also brands it as a clown-to-clown showdown. One social media user even says they would rather see Pacman fight Duterte instead of box, American boxer Errol Spence Jr. in August. But some are also casting a doubtful eye over the issue between the party mates as they believe it could just be fabricated. So that's it for this episode. This has been your host, Christian Esguera. Watch this episode again on I1TFC or listen to our podcast on Spotify. For recaps and exclusive content, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel and catch up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you again tomorrow after the fact.